1: it's May. It's the 22nd of May. It's 2017. It's Monday. We have nine baseball games to talk about here on tonight's slate. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. As always on Monday, my co-host, the Siege. How you doing, my friend?
2: Oh, hanging in there. Uh, nice Celtics win, unexpected. Um, so that was nice for me to push it back a little bit while I kinda like try to figure out what the hell I just saw. But uh, it's a it's a interesting slate today. You don't like it, I like it. I like slates like this personally.
1: Yeah, like I'm hoping like, so, you know, we do the podcast and we are breaking stuff down and, you know, every once in a while I'll go from like really liking a slate to hating a slate. And then today I'm hoping I go from just not liking a slate to really, or yeah, really liking it. So we'll have to see, Um, you know, today's going to be a a day you're really going to want to pay attention to Kevin Roth. Um, Early forecast suggests that we might have some rain chances here. So, and um, congratulations to him. And to his uh, missus, you know, pop the question, Roth, doing it right, finally. (laughs) Yeah, no,
2: for sure. Congrats to Kevin Roth. And uh, welcome back on this slate, Kevin. Welcome back from, uh, like, the happiest day of your life to grinding about all the games for weather.
1: Have fun. Yeah, (laughs) so sorry, so sorry. But... If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you guys head on over there, check them out. Me and CJ do a head-to-head. I am now up by two after crushing him by a, a billion points on Friday again. Uh, we still haven't had a close match in a long time. So if you guys haven't checked them out, it's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Take advantage of those bonuses. You don't really see those bonuses in the industry any anymore. So, Take advantage of it. they got a lot of fun stuff here. There's some tournaments there for some baseball action. I'm jumping in them right now, so I'm already guaranteed some spots. So check them out, and we'll do that head-to-head here in a little bit. All right, well, you like this slate, so I'm ex- I'm really interested to see how this goes. Um, so we're going to get started with Minnesota at Baltimore. Kyle Gibson against the Baldo Jimenez, um, 9.5 total, which is one of the highest totals on the slate. Um, I'm guessing you don't like the pitchers in this game. That would be a very good take, Stevie. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you used to give me crap, but like, you have any interest? And I, I'm, I'm switching it up now, like, you know, making sure, like, I say, I know you don't have any interest in these guys.
2: No, I'm with you. Like, yeah, there's no interest in
1: Kyle said so No interest in Obaldo. All right. Well, let's talk some bats here. Minnesota side, you know, we got a guy like Obaldo Jimenez who, against righties, he's decent, doesn't strike out a bunch of people, but he has been you know, really bad against lefties. The thing is, like, you look at this lineup and it's like, you know, Joe Maurer, Max Kepler, and maybe, maybe Kenny's Vargas draws the start.
2: Yeah, I like Max Kepler a lot if you're playing arcade mode on DraftKings. So basically, like, if we talk about a one-off play, that's your cue that it's a good arcade mode play.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's all about pricing. I've noticed playing the arcade mode a little bit like I haven't really dove into it yet. I haven't had a chance like I took the weekend off because there was no NASCAR It was nice just to, you know, get away from everything DFS for the weekend. So I really plan on jumping in the arcade mode more this week. So I'll have um, I saw that the arcade mode was almost as big as the main slate today
2: like 70k or something for the four dollar 20 uh, 20 max which is just unbelievable so that's really nice to see but uh for me um i i really like max kepler he's matching the ball um would not be surprised uh to see him in the home run hunter article if you're a tournament so a subscriber you know what that is but uh he, he i would be stunned if he does not make a featured appearance again and uh, yeah I, he's matched the ball lately so I, I like max kepler a lot in this spot
1: you know who else could be in play here that I, I didn't think about until I looked at the lineups page? Um, Jason Castro, catcher with some power upside. Uh, I just I want okay. lefties in this matchup so bad. Like, I, I don't mind taking a shot on him here.
2: Yeah, it's in Baltimore, row team. I just haven't looked at catcher yet. Like, is there, like, an obvious option? Um, Avila versus Peacock is definitely – Exhibit A of obvious uh, Chris Herman, if he plays, but Wilson Contreras
1: is going to be like forty percent owned. Yeah, because of the winds blowing out and regulate.
2: But yeah, I don't mind that. Um, yeah, that's a fine option.
1: I, I, I love those catchers that you know can do that kind of stuff. Uh, we look at Kyle Gibson. He struggles against righties. He struggles against lefties. Um, hard contact rate is pretty neutral. Wobo's pretty neutral at like 3-8. it's bad neutral. Let's be quite clear about that. It's bad, yeah, yeah, it's bad neutral. Um, What are we doing with Baltimore? Like, are we playing them with one-offs? Are we just stacking them up here? What are we doing? Uh, I kind of love the Baltimore stack here.
2: I mean, uh, 441 Wobo on the lefties, 408 Wobo on the righties this year. Uh, doesn't strike anybody out. Walks a ton of guys, gives up a ton of home runs. Like, it, like he's bad. He's not going to keep giving up this many home runs. But, I, I mean, I, I love them all. Like, is there an Oriole that you don't like?
1: I think the one guy that could that has I've noticed is continuing to go overlooked is Scope. Um, you know, he bats down that lineup. Nobody likes to play him. And, like, we look at this guy, and you look at his numbers, and, like, he's a power-hitting second baseman that, you know, bats seventh or eighth that just nobody plays. Yeah, he hasn't had that two home run game in a while, so he's
2: kind of just coming in, like, at 5 6% on every slate, and I would expect that to stay the same here on this slate. And his spot is very good.
1: Yeah, and he's a guy that, like, you know, like you said, he has that two-home run upside. We look at it, and, like, he's a power-hitting, you know, righty, righty, you know, re- reverse splits type guy. So this is a really good spot for him.
2: Yeah, it's an unbelievable spot.
1: I, I like that call a lot. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not going to disagree with you. I don't like any uh, – like, you know, I don't even mind going, like, a Scope, Hardy, Smith, you know, Jones, Machado wrap around type stack either. Yeah, J.J. Hardy. God.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to the Orioles. Like, after last year where I'm not playing him cost me a Q, Like, I just – every time I stack a lot of Orioles, now I have to make sure I have my J.J. Hardy exposure.
1: <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, Colorado at Philadelphia, Jeff Hoffman, Jared Eikoff. You know, a guy that I really like is Eikhoff, but he just doesn't look right. Like, you know, we talked about Helixson and how he didn't look right, but you look at, like – this guy, he's walking more guys. The st- swinging strike rate is down. The contact rate is up. Like, I worry about Jared Ichikoff.
2: I'm not. You know, I'm really not worried. Um, okay. it, it, a series of really bad matchups, like at Dodgers, at Cubs, uh, Seattle. Like, you know, he struggles with left-handed bats, and, and so like those guys, those teams all have really good left-handed bats. I'm really not too concerned. Uh, He looked better against Texas that last time out. Uh, The Ks were back. You know, maybe it was something mechanical. I I just – I feel like he's going to be fine in the spot. Now, it's not like – the problem is, of course, like, you know, Blackman and Cargo are just amazing left-handed bats, so, like, that's a concern. But this Rockies lineup is pretty right-handed heavy. Desmond and Arenado and uh, DJ and – Reynolds and, you know, like, every lap has two guys you have to worry about here. So, you know, like, there's definitely risk. And I, I if I was to get really heavy on Eikhoff, I definitely would build some Rockies hedge stacks because it's a hitter's park. Um, but I kind of think the price is right. Like, I think you're paying for the floor of Eikhoff, not for the ceiling of Eikhoff.
1: It's fair. You know, I, I hadn't really looked at, you know, who he's facing. You're right. You know, he's facing left-handed heavy teams – Like you said, the the problem is Blackman and Cargo, and they are big problems. Like, you know, I I know that Cargo's numbers aren't amazing, but if you have premium here and you read the transponding article all the time, like, you know, you see that Cargo is, you know, hitting the ball really hard at people. Like, you know, that's just one of those things, like, that's eventually going to change. So, um I guess I don't hate Ikoff here. You look at his numbers since the start of last year. 270 Woba, 23.5% strikeout rate against righties. uh, Doesn't give up a bunch of home runs to righties. It's just – it's not the greatest ballpark in the world either. And, like, I I definitely like Blackman and Cargo in the spot. But, like, I I could see Ikoff. This is not a strong pitching slate.
2: Yeah, no, I I feel like that, you know, there's a couple pitching options that, like, people I think are going to gravitate towards that are fine, I just think this is the one where there's a ton of upside and you're not going to see a ton of ownership. Like, those two bats are certainly concerns, no doubt about it, and I love their spots. But what lineup doesn't have guys that you're worried about? Like, at some point you're going to have to kind of pick a guy, and every guy's going to have a risk. And, you know, it, it's the only. It's not like 100 degrees in Philly. It's, you know, it's going to be like 68, 67, you know, humid, which isn't ideal. But I just – I kind of – I'm kind of okay with this.
1: Um, Jeff Hoffman any interest there?
2: <sighs> yes. <laughs> that didn't sound too convincing. <laughs> um I uh, just I mean, this is a bet on the talent like It really depends on what the Philly lineup does. Like, if Philly somehow – like, the Philly Sunday lineup was amazing, and thankfully I would have walked right into that trap uh, if not for the weather Um, because I I liked all those, like, Philly guys against uh, Chad Cool, all those lefties. Imagine we'll see something closer to their normal starting lineup here in this spot. And so it's just a situation where it's just like there's a lot of K's in that lineup, like Franco and – and out there, and, like, yeah, they can hit the ball, but they also can strike out. And it's a situation where it's, like, Jeff Hoffman has talent. So the question just is, like, is he ready this time? Like, he definitely wasn't ready last time when he came out. But this is a guy who's got, you know, a massive fastball, a good curveball. So, yeah, I, I kind of think that he's in play here um, in terms of just tournament option, upside. You know, the problem is he's probably never going to go, like, seven or eight innings, but six innings – Seven Ks, probably the ceiling.
1: You don't like it? No, I don't. I, I like. I, I do think Hoffman has talent. I don't disagree with that. You know, this guy was a ninth ninth pick in the draft, first round ninth pick in the draft. Like, um, the Blue Jays were really high on this guy. He was part of that Tulowitzki trade, right? If yeah, I, I'm thinking the of the right guy, right?
2: Yeah, he was the headliner in that two deal.
1: Yeah, like he does have a bunch of talent and his Sierra, you know, and stuff suggests that he's going to get there. I just – CJ, i would be honest, man. I don't know about taking pitchers against Philadelphia. They're just seeing so many pitches per bats. Like guys that are not pitching deep in the games already, like there's a good chance this guy throws five innings tomorrow.
2: But that's okay on this slate. Like if he goes five innings and strikes out seven and gives up two. I, that yeah. could be, like, a top three pitcher on this slate.
1: <laughs> could be. Um, I, I I don't like it. I like Eikhoff more, um, even against the two big lefties. Like, I, I think I'll pass, but I get the reasoning. Like, I, I completely yeah, understand. I
2: mean, a lot of these guys that I'm kind of like, eh, on that sound – like, I'm going to have to – like, this is a, a slate where if you sit – if you have the time and you sit there and you do four hours of research, you're going to find a guy. I don't know if it's Hawk. I don't know if it's Fulty. I don't know if it's J.C. Ramirez or Scott Felt. There's going to be a guy that you're just going to say, this spot is better than anyone thinks, and I'm going to take a stand here. Uh, I agree. You know, there's a bunch of guys that, like, you're going to – I think this is why I like the slate. It's that it's going – your research – t- what you put into this slate, you're probably going to get out of it. And I yeah. love slates like that. Like, there's no top-end guy. Like, you know, you want to play Zach Greinke with the roof open for 12K? As mega chalk, good luck. I know we disagree on that. You know, Michael Pena versus KC in that small ballpark, good luck. Like, you know, it's just there's so much, it's such easy chalk to bust. And, if that, and then if that busts, you're just, you know, now you're p- playing 10 to 15% of the field for all the money.
1: We'll talk about Granky when we get there. I don't think he's going to be chalk. Um, looking at the oh, Colorado.
2: Oh, oh, can we get Norbert back, whoa. please?
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, Blackman, Cargo, definitely in play for me. Uh, and outside of those two guys, do you like anybody here for the Rockies?
2: I, I don't mind the stack. Um, my boy Pat Vepkalia once again, just doing what he does. Uh, just he's kind of just doing his thing. I'm not sure why they're not playing him every day now. They're like giving like Amarisa starts. I, I don't know what this kid needs to do to just keep getting the lineup every day. Like just write it out, see where it goes. He's hitting the ball well. Like what are you doing?
1: I don't want to talk about Amarista.
2: Oh, is that not the, like one of the most tilting things ever?
1: Oh, yeah. Having, was having, I was the only person with the Rocky stack in the 150 queue on Friday. Only person. And, of course, Amarista wasn't in my stack. And people played him as one-offs in that thing. Oh, oh Philadelphia bats against Hoffman. Is there anything that you like here? It would be a stack. Because if it goes bad, it goes really,
2: really bad. <laughs> If Freddie Galvis out- fast second again, I yeah. love Freddie Galvis.
1: Yeah, he's still only 3,400, too. I like him a lot. That's the, that's the one guy I was looking at, too.
2: Yeah, I uh, don't mind Michael Saunders too, if he starts sliding back up towards the top of that lineup. I think they moved him to the bottom because he was kind of dealing with that hamstring thing a little bit, wanting to keep the pressure off.
1: Yeah, and um, I have to look and see if Jeff Hoffman's good at holding on runners or not in the minors. But, um, oh,
2: I can look at that really quickly. I'm so because Caesar uh, you can go on the next game. Yeah, that's a very good that's a very good question. Uh focus baseball reference page.
1: All right, why well, you do that?
2: Uh, yeah, you can move on.
1: Yeah, Kansas City at New York, Jason Vargas against Michael Pineda. Um, you know, we, we've talked about Vargas a bunch this season. Um we just saw this game, right? Like this game just happened last week. Because Michael Pineda chalk day was last week, right?
2: Yeah, I think we just saw this game, didn't we?
1: Yeah, 7-11, to a lot of, lot of runs. Vargas gave up six earned runs on seven hits and four innings, only one home run. Um, I don't like Vargas by any means. And, like, Pineda pitched in that game as well. He threw six innings, gave up six hits, four, three earned runs, two home runs, two walks, 5Ks, 98 pitches. 16 dk points and his prices went up 400 from that start in kansas city going into new york if price went up
2: i mean i, I there's no way for me we know the story. i remember that
1: game though it was a it was a hot day in kaufman and the wind was blowing out and panetta was chalk I, I remember that day
2: i mean I, I understand that people really want to do that it's there's just no way for me like i, I just did not get a roster that kind of a guy
1: like the Royals have been bad, we've been talking about it all year, all year. The Royals have been bad. It's just, God, I hate playing like a Pineda. Like I, I hate it. Like I'll have some exposure. I will, because I'm not going to fade him in the spot because Kansas City has been awful this season. Ah, just
0: fade him.
1: Yeah, he's I strong. Him.
2: Take a stand.
1: Nope, <laughs> I'm not going to be 50% strong.
2: owned. You're going to get burned
1: by this. So all right, You're so gonna he's going to 50. This. I can't he's going to be 50. And how much is Granky going to be? 35 40 Then I'm going to have a hundred percent Chicago Cubs because you're telling me nobody's going to play the Cubs because they're going to pay for the two highest-priced pitchers on the slate. Yes, because
2: there's
1: okay. whether we the already Cubs. talked about this. All the Cubs. Okay. Now, your your right. ownerships are just off, man. Like they're there's no way there's you, there's, in no Chicago. Way can pay, you, there's no way you could pay thirteen thousand or twelve thousand, you know, twenty-three thousand dollars for two pitchers. I didn't. Have, I, just
2: I, said, I just said that 95 – I said basically that 90% of the field is going to have one of the
1: two. I think you're off. I really think you're off. I don't think people are going to pay for green key. They haven't been playing them all year. Why are they going to start now?
2: Because it's the White Sox. Without the DH. Of course they are. And Do the options are awful.
1: Do you have any interest in the Royals' bets?
2: No. Salvador Perez, know. actually. Actually, that's not true. Salvador Perez hit three home runs today. If he draws the star at DH. <laughs> what? Salvador so no Perez had what? Three home oh, runs between double-header. a double-header. Oh, Yeah, one in game one, two in game two.
1: Oh, my gosh. I was about to cry.
2: Um, I had so much Salvador Perez on the day slate. So, like, I was like, oh, one home run, that's nice. And then he wasn't eligible
1: for the night slate. And I was
2: like, oh, come on. <laughs> Can you swap those around? You, uh, know we're,
1: you know who we're forgetting, too? Moustakis going into New York.
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and By I the way,
1: Perez and Mustakas both have good BVP against Pineda.
2: I swear I, had, I swear I hadn't looked at that. I had no idea.
1: No, like Perez is 9 for 23 with two home runs, only three strikeouts batting 391. Mustakas is 7 for 15 with two doubles, a triple, and two home runs, four strikeouts yeah, batting there's, 467.
2: There's no chance the listeners are going to believe us, but I, I
1: didn't have it up. Maybe you did. I, I didn't have it up. I had it up, but I didn't have it up. No, I just pulled it up just to look um, – because you know, Pineda's is yeah. always a guy that gives up those home runs. So I was curious if anybody like has yeah. had yeah. success. five extra
2: base hits and seven. Mike Mustakis. Let me write that one
1: down. I, I wrote I it, it down something. too. Yeah.
2: That's a. Uh, if speaking of arcade mode, there's a very good arcade mode Ted play right there.
1: All right, we look at the Yankees lineup, and you know, projects eight righties or seven righties. Didi Gregoria should be a righty because he's a lefty that matches lefty handed pitching. So like, this is just a terrible spot for Vargas. What are you doing here with the Yankees?
2: See, this is why I think the ownership is going to go because they're priced low. I, I think people are going to come play the Yankee stack here.
0: Well, so Listen, other than hearing Judge true. at
2: five K, like the rest are very reasonably priced. So I, I kind of think 47. this is where people go. Yeah, but like you, could, it's not hard to fit a stack of Yankees in there with one of the top guys. I, I think this is going to be a very, I think this is going to be a, a pretty trendy stack, especially if the weather in Chicago looks very dicey.
1: Well, the, the weather in New York looks dicey too. That was the other one that I was telling you before the show, like, that I was really worried about. It's those two games, like, the two spots on one bats. Right. So, yeah. So, definitely, definitely, the people
2: aren't going to pay up for a pitcher then. Okay. Um, moving on, right? <laughs> yeah. I think we kind of covered that spot.
1: All right. Cleveland at Cincinnati, Josh Tomlin against Scott Feldman. Um, any interest here in these pitchers?
2: One of these guys is going to throw a gem. I have absolutely no idea which one it is yet, but one of them will throw a gem. I disagree. I know you did. I know you will. One of them is going to come out and win someone the slate, and it's going to be like, I can't believe pitcher X just <laughs> threw, a, you know, threw seven shutout innings with six Ks, and it's
1: going to win someone a tournament. What a fish move. Listen, if it's Josh Tom, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. If it's Tom, I'd be so mad.
2: Uh, I, I mean I I don't know who it's gonna be. I kind of want to dig into it. I just I kind of think it's Scott Feldman to be honest. Like I I if you had to get, make me guess now, I'd say Scott Feldman. You know this is kind of an interesting spot for him. Like is the wind blowing in at least in Cincinnati? Like give me some help.
1: No, I don't have it up. I I, I, I looked. At it's the across weather. the
2: field. I'll take it. Like I, I kind of like the spot for Feldman to be honest. Like this Indians team just has been hot and cold, hot and cold, and. He's priced like a punt, and he can kind of go out there and throw up seven innings, two earned, with three Ks, and get you kind of like thirteen to fourteen DK points. That might get the job done. The problem
1: is Felman. Yeah, just uh, the problem with Feldman is he struggles with lefties, and there's just going to be so many lefties in this lineup, like so he many. He used lefties. to
2: struggle against lefties, though. He's not as bad anymore. Like that's why he's been like better. Is because he finally figured out how to like get some lefties out. Instead of none, I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you're just being a hater on all these pitchers. You're just like, not, being like uh, no, uh, no, uh, no. You know, I feel I'm not like being big. a hater.
1: I just, I, I'm looking at the numbers and I don't see what you're saying. Like he's better against lefties. I don't, I just don't see he's it in the numbers. Better. He's,
2: he's been, he's been pretty neutral this year. Dead neutral.
1: I'm not saying he's great against lefties. I'm just saying he's
2: perfectly mediocre. You know, he's only, it's its not like a 38% hard contact number. It's down to 32. And he's going to get a lot more ground balls this year. Like, it's not – this isn't like horrific Scott Feldman where you stack seven lefties against him. Like, the problem is there's no strikeouts here. Like, that's the problem, but it's kind of incorporated into the price for him.
1: Yeah, I hate this slate.
0: Yeah, I
2: just feel like you've predetermined you hate the slate and you're not going to like – yes – like the re- like this slate is not going to make you all warm and fuzzy inside. You're gonna roster a pitcher. Where's,
1: where's, the our pitcher Coast, you don't like. where's our West Coast games in good ballparks?
2: <laughs> no, God. I know, like this is a this is what oh. we're talking about, Stevie. There's not a pitcher that you're just gonna go, I can deal with this. You're gonna have to research it, you're gonna have to grind it out, and you're gonna have to roster someone you don't want you don't like to. But that's where the edge in this slate is. Like, you're going to have to just find someone that you're willing to go to war with on this slate. Be responsible with your bankroll, as always, and go to war with a guy. You know, and, and, you know, like, this chalk is easily bustable in this spot. Easily bustable. I I just, I really think that you're going to have to find a guy. Maybe it's not Tom Winterfellman. Maybe it's, you know, Jake Goderizzi or it's Fulton Everage. Whoever it is, just find a guy and go to war with them. There's enough of these guys in the mid-tier that are decent enough pitchers that some will pop. You don't like the slate, and you're done. You're just no, like, I don't. I'm like not. The
1: I'm just, i am just. I'm. I'm just sitting over here, and I'm thinking that you may be right about the ownership on the two pitchers at the top, just because, like, I, I. So we we talk about it all the time. Like, you know, people that are going to put in the time, obviously, are going to come up with this mount. These guys, but people that don't come up, don't put in the time, are going to come up with Pineda and Granky. So, like, I actually think I might be wrong. And think that those two guys might be both like over 35-40 percent. Like uh. you have
2: thirty five hundred per position with. I know, but EA. if you look
1: at the pricing on DraftKings today, it's excellent. Like they did such a good job today. Like kudos to them. You like everybody is priced up. It's great. Like the pricing is great on DraftKings today.
2: I just like, for example, like if you were go- like if you were going to do it, right? And let me just make sure this works before I say it works. But I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah, this is gonna work just fine, right? You rolled oh, it's- like you can play tigers against Peacock with Grinky and Panetta.
1: Oh, I know it's. I'm nice just about. saying, like Peacock's not as bad you- as everybody thinks either. By the way, no, my he's pat- not. But like one of my I- one of my first articles ever on Roto Grinders was a pitching article. And I wrote a Brad Peacock that night, and it was it was he had such a good start. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, I just, like, it's sure, they're priced up, but it's not an impossible ask. And I,
1: I just think, like, getting
2: one will be doable. Um, but just getting back to this Cleveland-Cincinnati game, like I'm not touching the bats here. I think they're going to be very popular. This is a spot where I'm going to happily fade.
1: Um, I don't think they're going to uh, be the popular, though. Like, have you looked at the pricing? Like, they're all over 4K, every single one of them. Uh,
2: look, I'm assuming that people aren't going to be on the Cubs of New York because of weather. Like, that's my assumption at this point. Like, it yeah. looks bad enough that you're going to get an orange – yellow, yellow, orange, and it's going to scare people off the bats. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the next sexiest option? Baltimore, we talked about, will be one. I think this game is kind of right there as well.
1: Yeah. I I don't disagree with that assessment. You know. And the Reds
2: went off this weekend, too. So, like, that's a factor, right? You know, recency bias, this team is hot. Hot. (laughs) So I, I just, I think that they'll be kind of, like, the trendy team.
1: Man, the the Indians, I'm just looking. Like, I, you know, I love two year sample size. We talk about this all the time. And like, I just, I wanted to see what their numbers kind of look like this season against right handed pitching. And they just don't strike out like Brantley, Ramirez, Chisholm. Even Chisholm's not striking out a lot. We
2: weren't, we weren't counting on strikeouts for Feldman, anyways.
1: Yeah. You want 15 freaking fantasy points from being, and hope your bats do what they want to do.
2: That's the goal for like half of these pitchers we're talking about.
1: Michael Brantley is crushing the baseball. For I'm not
2: paying that price for Michael Brantley.
1: Sorry. Oh, I, I just can't. I, I had it. Okay, no, no, no. I had Billy Hamilton as my highest. Like I had it scrolled up a little bit, I guess, and I just <laughs> scrolled up to find. I was like, "Where's Brantley? I don't see him in the 4K. he's in the 3 ki I'm like, "What is CJ talking about?" I scroll away to the top. He's 4800. Oh, buddy. Um, Brantley Zimmer.
2: There's a guy that no. there's a nice one off against Zimmer. Against Feldman,
1: what? No, I know. I just wanted to say no because, like, your 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 Zimmer. I I don't know how many people watched your Grinder's live show Friday after you did the podcast with me. I listened to it on the way to dinner, and like, people were not liking your Bradley Zimmer hot take.
2: What's wrong with Bradley? He's a top level prospect. Like, is it just because like he wasn't he hasn't been on ESPN fifteen times? Like, he's Probably. still a top level prospect.
1: People watch ESPN still. I, I
2: don't know. I, I just. Like, yeah, he's definitely like, you know, he stole a base. He's hit a home run. Like, what else do you want at 3,700 at like 1% on? What do you want from me? He hits them all hard, games. too. And it's it's Scott Feldman. Like, if he gets in trouble, it's going to be lefties. And every other. Like, Lonnie Chisholm will be five times as own as Bradley Zimmer. Sorry, Bradley Zimmer is the more talented player.
1: Yeah, Zimmer has hit everything hard since he got called up. Everything. He has a 50. 50- yeah, even the amounts have been hard. Yeah. You don't like any of the Reds in this spot either? I just.
2: I don't know if I really want to attack Tomlin here.
1: I do. God, I hate Tomlin.
2: I, I, hate you I just, I, I gotta warn you. My track record with Tomlin is scary good for a guy who's really terrible.
1: He's just bad. His contact is ridiculous. His freak. He doesn't walk people. I'll give him that. That's about it. Like, but it's just the know, heads he's are a,
2: just he, so bad. It's just,
1: ugh. I, I really like Adam Duvall here. Like. Adam Duvall is the guy that I really, really like.
2: Would you rather play Adam Duvall at 4,600 or or 4,500, or would you rather roster David Peralta against Miguel Gonzalez?
1: I get to play three, so I'll play both of them.
2: Would you rather roster uh, Mark Trumbo at 4,600 or Adam Duval at 4,500?
1: Well, if I'm not stacking Baltimore, then I'd rather have Duvall. Wow. wow. I don't think that's not, a hot take. Josh Tomlin gives I, I, that's up a definitely lot a hot take. Now he gets a ton of home runs to righties. It's a small ballpark. Yeah, you DePaul, don't fit the
2: Trumbo when Trumbo's hot, and Trumbo, my friend, is hot. The like, ball's not hot. Like, there's certain guys you don't fit when they're hot. Jake Lamb, Mark Trumbo. You just I hope you know, everybody I listen.
1: Lesson. I hope everybody listened about Jake Lamb on Friday. Everybody, everybody. Yeah, everybody. I
2: mean, He's just, he just
1: mashed,
2: mashed, mashed, and mashed, mashed. Oh, Jake, Jake Lamb, he's hot. Like you don't feed There's certain guys you just don't fit when they're hot, and that's one of them. I, I, for me, I just yeah, I, I don't see myself rostering much to Fall here.
1: These guys are priced yeah.
2: no, yeah, up. You could
1: like pull up Jemina's ownerships on you know tomorrow and be like, wow, the Reds and Indians are both going to be under ten percent. <sighs> yeah, I could see that happening if the weather's okay in the other two games. Like if if we get good weather. Man, there's some weather in Philly, too. It looks like that game might start late. Uh, I'm not Kevin Routh, obviously. But, yeah, if we get good on New York, Atlanta's another bad game that has weather that we're about to talk about. All right, let's talk about Angels, Tampa. J.C. Ramirez, Jake Odorizzi. Um, J.C. Ramirez has been like – sorry, my remote falling off my stress ball. Um, J.C. Ramirez has been a guy that actually – I've used this guy a lot this year. Like, he has good stuff. It's just like he his strikeouts, like that's the only thing that kind of bothers me. Like you look at his numbers and like he, the numbers suggest like once he gets two strikes on a guy, like he has an elite strikeout rate, and like it just hasn't been there. And it was like you know, right handed heavy teams, White Sox, Detroit, Houston, and he just didn't get any strikeouts. Sure, but I'm not ready I'm not ready to just panic about that. Oh, I'm not either. Like I, I love this spot for him. Like we know weather's going to be fine in Tropicana Field. It might be 72 and uh, nice and cool, and AC going in there. Like, I'm definitely playing JC Ramirez here. Uh, Tampa, team that does strike out a bunch, but like they're a team that hits home runs too. I don't think we talk about that enough. Like this team's been hitting a bunch of home runs this season, but um, still a 26% team strike out against righties. Yeah,
2: if you're right
1: about Greinke and Pena, it's because JC Ramirez is chalk. Oh, I definitely think he's going to be chalk. He's been chalked the last couple times he's pitched, but he really hasn't so, had great games either. So, so
2: why would we play J.C. Ramirez over Jake Odorizzi?
1: Because Jake Odorizzi is a reverse splits pitcher against some of the best right-handed bats in baseball. You mean I, one? I mean one. I, I, yeah.
2: I, I, okay. I, okay. Like that guy. That guy is good at baseball. Sure,
1: he is. Sure. Cameron Maven, ever since they moved him up in the leadoff spot, he's been decent. Albert Pulhos is still Albert Pulhos, just 15 years older.
2: He's not he's not gonna play. Is he out? Hurt. Hamstring. Yeah, I don't think he'll play. He missed the whole Mets series. I'd be stunned to see him back in the lineup today. I, I mean, like, you know, like I just the Angels went off today. I kind of think Odorizzi goes overlooked here. Um uh, he is reverse splits, and there are a bunch of just boring lefties in the bottom of this lineup like Danny Espinosa and like I, I kind of think that this is a sneaky odor spot like he's the favorite in this spot and no one's gonna really go there and if you look at his numbers like he's pitched pretty well this season like sure he's definitely been running good with the Babbitt, but he's been running bad with the home run ball like 1.7 home run per nine isn't gonna stay there he's got a 11.8 swing strike rate this season he's getting a lot of swings and misses out out of the zone I, I don't You know, angels don't strike out. I get it, but I I don't think this is is. I think it's kind of just the spot where like you have the decent pitcher who's priced fairly and just isn't gonna like bring anyone's bell. Like, oh, you know, this is a value, or you know, this guy's overpriced. He's just gonna kind of just sit there. You just really are just like no, no, no.
1: I agree with you. Like, I'm just thinking like, all right, outside of Trout. You know, uh, Trout could go four for four off of Oda Rizzi. Like, um, sure. outside of Trout, like, if pool host is out, I, I worry about CJ Crone. Like, I think he's sneaky in this spot. Um, CJ Crohn, a guy that hits right handed pitching really well. You know, Oda Rizzi reverse splits, yada, yada, yada.
2: Went off today, got the lefty too.
1: Did he? Yeah, Tommy Malone. But, like, outside That's of the other that, thing about this Angels team too, like, everyone saw what they did yesterday. Like, if, if, Calhoun bats second, and Valbuena bats fourth or fifth with no pool hosts. Like, that could be any – like, Odorizzi's really good against lefties. Let's not bury the lead. Like, Odorizzi's really good against lefties. Um, fly ball pitcher, really low um, walk rate, high strikeout rate. Like, Odorizzi's good against lefties. He's really sneaky against left-handed teams. But I just – it's going to be a lineup play. Like, I i, I need to see what they – Don't Angels look at the
2: BVP if you want to play Jake Odorizzi. Don't look at it. Just just pretend it doesn't exist.
1: Oh no, I don't want to know now. You were starting to uh, sell me on Odorizzi, and uh, now
2: yeah, well I looked at it, and uh, it's scared. It's it's uh, I'm gonna have to kind of go look at profiles and see if this matches. Like it's a really small sample size, but the K's were there in the sample size. Like that, there's that. Like the strikeouts were there against this team. I guess that's the most encouraging part.
1: It all depends on the lineup for me. If we see like seven righties, I'll probably fade. If we see five righties and some bad lefties, I'll probably play them.
2: Yeah, that's probably a fair take.
1: It all depends on the lineup. It is Tropicana Field, which is probably the best pitcher's ballpark on the slate. Um, just looking at the slate, like it is the best pitching ballpark on the slate. Not it's by far the best pitching ballpark on the slate. So, yeah, it all gonna it's all gonna depend on the lineup.
2: Like we talked about, it, like you know, like there's surely a reason not to be like there's a reason to play some everyone on the slate, and there's a reason not to, and that's why we're talking about like the research tomorrow. Like you're gonna have to kind of go deeper. And fight, like, see what which which guys you really want to trust. You know, like, I don't think anything we say here today is said with any confidence at all in terms of pitchers. Like, I, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, like, I could see my I could change my opinion on basically every single guy between now and lock.
1: This is the first slate this season. I just want to smash my head through my computer. And that right there, like, that <laughs> is where the edge is. No, I, I agree. Like, I always do about an hour of research before we start. And, like, doing research before I started, taking notes, it's just – I just hate the slate. Like, I, I haven't felt this way about a slate. And, like, it's warming up to me knowing that, like, there's going to be some rainy games. There's going to be some wind blowing in, wind blowing out. There's there's an edge here. So, like, I'm going to like the slate by 7 o'clock tomorrow. It's just – it's going to take gonna me a take long time to get there. Yeah. It's going to take all day. Yeah. but like so on Mondays, I write the I wrote a ro- the Roto World article on Mondays, so like I always have to do more research on Mondays re- regardless. So like, like I just I see myself sitting in the office all day tomorrow. Luckily, Katie works late, so God. I just remember that to
2: write a pitching article on this slate. Oh, God. Um, <sighs> Angels bats trust. outside no, of nobody. Trout.
1: Any any Angels bats outside of Trout? Crowd, you
2: mentioned. Um, I looked at oh, Mavin. That was probably-
1: price. He's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Thirty
2: nine hundred. Yeah, I think it would just
1: come down to like, what you say his price was thirty nine hundred. I really? told you everybody's priced up on the slate. Cameron Maven. Oh yeah,
2: C.J. Crone is thirty three hundred though.
1: No, I know that's that. Nice. I like the price. Yeah,
2: that's that's a nice arcade mode play there too.
1: I'm assuming he's priced accordingly. Tampa Bats. Um, Corey Dickerson, the lefties, yeah. You say the lefties though. Like I love Kevin Kiermaier. I love watching him play baseball, but I just I, he's one guy I just can't play in fantasy baseball.
2: Uh, I wouldn't fade him now because I don't think J. C. Ramirez can hold on to anybody.
1: Well, that makes a big difference too. <laughs> Man, what did Dickerson do over the weekend? He's 4,700.
2: He did get some home runs over the weekend.
1: Oh, he has five home runs in the last 10 games. That'll do it. Man. I had two home runs Saturday. Wow, he has five home runs over the last five games. (laughs) I
2: guess that answers that question.
1: Hey, nobody's going to play him at 4,700 that's true got that going for you
2: uh, let's see JC Ramirez uh, yeah uh, not very good at holding on the runners and now that I know where to find that let me go see if it's there for Jeff Hoffman
0: there it is.
1: all right while you're doing that let's move on we got Pittsburgh at Atlanta um, Garrett Cole against Michael Uh the rotor grinders lineup page just refreshed and there is 50% chance of rain from the start of this game until midnight. After 11 p.m., it gets up to a 100% chance of rain. Like, it makes me – gives me a headache. This is a one Here's game.
2: The, you're not playing this game. Just, like, what did you really want to play here anyways?
1: I really wanted to play Fulte against a it's right sure, – It's Pittsburgh. You not play
2: Fulte at home. Stop hot. it.
1: It's going to be 70 degrees at first pitch. 77 degrees
2: hot. with 70% humidity. You're not playing Fulte in that park. Do not play Tehran or Fulte in that park, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, and you know I'm right. Pittsburgh sucks. Like, yeah, but you know who's Pittsburgh gonna hit run? Josh Bell. Josh Bell, lock it up.
1: Oh, I definitely like Bell. I don't disagree with that. Bell's definitely that, in play. That this game's not even but Josh Bell is forty Man, everybody's priced up on this. Good!
2: Slate. Good! It's about time. Thank you, DraftKings. We've been complaining about this for a while. Like we can't we can't ask for it and then complain everyone's priced up. Good.
1: No, I'm not complaining. I'm just, uh, just. Just want
2: to be Jay- clear that we are quite happy about this.
1: J.C. Like, Ramirez, day. <laughs> Just, yeah, he is going to be mega chopped. Oh man! So is Wilson Contreras at 3,600. Man,
2: the more I think about J.C. Ramirez chop, the more I just want to get on board with Eichhoff and Hoffman and just take my chances.
1: I don't think this game's going to play. If it does play, like. Oh. In
2: Siarte, Marcus Adams.
1: Adams got traded to the Braves over the weekend, yes. Yeah, and he's still free. Is he In free? In
2: that ballpark. Yeah. He was free. Maybe they priced him up, I would say.
1: He's the same price as Krohn. I think I'd rather play CJ Krohn. He's <laughs> outfield eligible on DraftKings, still. Um, He is only outfield, yeah. So never mind my hot take about Krohn over him.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: it might be the case on FanDuel, I'm not sure. but um, I just don't see this game playing. We'll have to see what Kevin Roth says. Let's move on. Giants at Cubs. Another game with 50% chance of rain throughout most of the game. Tyson Blatch against John Lackey. Wind blowing out at Wrigley. Can we just put Wrigley in a dome? I'm so sick of the wind in Chicago.
2: I'm not a sick of It, it would not be a good amount of money today. I'm quite happy. Was
1: it blowing out on Sunday too? Yeah. I, I have a bad feeling it's going to be blown out a lot this year, just to piss us off. I mean, it only pisses me off when I don't win money on it. When
2: I win money on it, I'm perfectly happy. Um, Tyson. Oh, it's half eligible now.
1: Oh, Tyson Blatch. Um. He just doesn't strike people out. Doesn't give up a bunch of hard contact, but doesn't strike people out. He is more of a ground ball pitcher. But, you know, all, all fine and dandy when you pitch in San Francisco. You're going to Chicago with the wind blowing out. Your Sierra is out run and a half higher than your ERA. This is a bad spot for Tyson Blatch. Yeah. I have nothing else to add. Like if the wind wasn't blowing out, I'd have interest in John Lackey. But if the wind's going to be blowing out, I think Lackey's a fade. I don't want to fade him. I think he's in a good spot. The Giants suck.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. By the way, I I, I was going to have interest in Lackey, but wind blowing out just eliminates that from even consideration.
1: Yeah, and like so, you know, we talk about the wind blowing out of Chicago. I was watching the game last week where the wind was blowing out as when Ian Happ hit a home run when he was fifty-six or sixty percent owned. He hit a ball in the batter's box of the other batter's box that would have been a routine fly ball that carried because he hit it so high and it went over the fence. He like, probably it, like, hit three hundred feet and it went three sixty. Oh, I was I gonna say three hundred. Like I
2: wasn't. Even, I don't even think it was gonna go that far. It was so tilting. Like it's just an old stadium. It's just an old stadium, right? So it's not like the new stadiums that like play for some wind. So like you get the true raw effect of the wind in, in that park. So.
1: I'm just mad yeah. that Texas did something about the jet stream a couple years ago. That was like the best kept secret in DFS. It really was. I still don't know what the hell they did,
2: but it was amazing.
1: They opened up. They opened up um, behind home plate. They opened up like panels, so the jet stream doesn't work anymore. So disappointing. Okay.
2: It was great. The wind would blow in and you would have to stack. You would stack it up because it was just like a jet stream. Oh,
1: and nobody amazing. would play it. Like the wind would blow in from like twenty miles an hour from right. From right it was just like you slowed it
2: up. The total would be ten. Everyone's like, why is the total ten? Yeah. Oh, God, I miss those
1: days. Like it still has a little effect, but it's not as much. No, it was.
2: It was. It was, it was like basically wind blowing out of Wrigley. Amazing. It was always the right-handed batters too, the power area and left center.
1: You know, I was gonna say right. I don't have any a lot of interest in the Giants, but um, I have a lot of interest in Denard Span's price. He's thirty four hundred. He's gonna be at bat leadoff. He's gonna get five at bats in this game. Like, give me five at bats. Wind blowing out at Wrigley. I don't really care who he's facing at thirty four hundred.
2: I would rather play just play Brandon Crawford at thirty
1: three hundred. I'm definitely gonna play Brandon Crawford. And that's... he looked
2: clueless in the first three at bats, and then he hit a home run on like on the last at bat. Um, and he's been hitting the ball hard, so maybe it was just the Wainwright curveball which was on today. But uh, yeah, I don't mind the spot for Crawford, thirty three
1: hundred. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, wind blowout. All I used to do is just get the lift the ball into the air. Yeah, and I, I you know, disclaimer: CJ and Stevie are huge Brandon Crawford truthers. Actually, you know what?
2: This might be a really sneaky stack. Lackey can't <laughs> hold anyone on, and this team loves to run.
1: Yeah, but, like, the guys I like to run is, like, panic. He's 2,800. I think he might yeah, actually Nunez, gain some traction.
2: Nunez, Arroyo. It's super cheap. I wonder, can you?
1: Oh, yeah. I already did it. You already did it? Yep. You can do it? Yeah. That's pretty really
2: easy. tempting if you can do that.
1: I'm Nunez, guessing we're we're thinking Crawford. Giants with the top two pitchers. Yeah.
2: yeah. You can't quite do it, but you can get pretty damn close.
1: You can do it with one of the value plays that we've talked about already.
2: One oh, of the value plays. All right, you'll have to tell me after the show who it is. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's 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 interesting Just you take advantage of the road team here with the jet stream effect. Lackey is actually due for some home run regression, if I'm not mistaken, from, like, last start. Uh, oh, he's, looking, he's due for some positive regression. Well, that's not going to happen today. <laughs> Sorry, John.
1: <laughs> I, I always, so like, you know, we talk about this, and it's just like, can you really project the regression when you have a pitcher that pitches, like, in Wrigley for, for say, like, Great American Ballpark? Because you just never know. Like, these ballpark do have factors. It's just.
2: Yeah, but 20% home run the fly ball rate. Pretty confident it won't stay that high. All
1: right. Uh, Giants under the radar stack. I can definitely get a board on that, especially if we're going to get them low on at cheaper prices. Um, Cubs, like, you know, Cubs are definitely put, in play
2: here. Yeah, like Caps 39. Uh, you know, basically just don't – if you fade Rizzo, if you fade Bryant's. like you can fit whoever the hell you want in the stack. You know, Russell, Baez, Hap, Zobris, they're all under 4K. Not recommending a Bryant fade after a trying it yesterday. It didn't work out very well. But this is a spot where he goes 0-4 just for max CJ tilt.
1: Yeah, and, like, I I hate fading Rizzo because of a lefty-lefty matchup. Like, people do that at other stacks because he's so expensive, and I love being the opposite of that.
2: Yeah, the problem is just first base. It's just, like, Chris Davis is less. I will gladly take Chris Davis. Thank you. (laughs) Right on. Yeah, uh, you know, I I get it. You know, I would take low-owned E5, who, like, actually has maybe figured it out. Like, I would rather do that. It's a lot. This is a bunch of first
1: base is always loaded. It's just so easy to fade Rizzo. Detroit at Houston, Michael Fulmer against Brad. I want to see your Peacock. Um eight and a half total. Games in Houston. Um God, Brad Peacock is the favorite in this game. It's interesting.
2: I like the Houston stack. He kind of stole my thunder there.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't mean to do it. I just, I like, I like, was looking at it I was like, wait, Fulmer is a, a reputable name and he's a dog in, against Brad Peacock? <laughs> I just, that's I, all I, you I,
2: need to know, why I like the Houston stack,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I just found it interesting, that's all. 4.5 team total and no one's going to go there. They shall be underlooked or overlooked, and we don't have to worry about weather in this game. It's going to be fine. Yeah, we don't. That's, that's nice for once. There's just there's a team that we're gonna talk about that I just absolutely love on the slate. It, it, oh, you're gonna do it. Don't do it. I do it every time. I don't oh, care.
2: You gotta see what the lineup is first. You can't trust this team to not put out a dumb lineup.
1: That is so true. We'll talk like, about it. I,
2: can't, like, I watch them watch them play Jeff Mathis in this spot. And if they <laughs> do that, it becomes such a fade. But we'll oh, talk just,
1: about it. Just to tell you. Uh, all right. Let's get back to this game. Uh, any interest in Fulmer and Peacock? No. Yeah, no. The answer is no. Well, are you going to make me a case on Brad Peacock? I kind of don't hate it. Like, if you're going to play Granky, Like, if you're going to play yeah, Granky, He's not stretched out. Never mind. Just kidding. Is he? Yeah. He mean, he's not stretched out. You can't play Peacock. Just kidding. The 19th, he threw... Yeah, well, this is going to be a bullpen game. He's just starting because Kaiko went on the DL. Like, this is a bullpen game, 100%. Yeah, he'll probably go three or four. Yeah, don't play They're Peacock. Well. I was going to make a case for him because he's 5,700, and if you want to play Granky and Cubs or something, like... Yeah, but you can't do yeah, that when he's d- not stretch out. No, I'd rather do, like, Feldman if I was going to do something like that. Yeah. you know how much I like Feldman. yeah <laughs> uh, like, all right, so like let's talk about this for a second. Like, so Peacock goes three. Detroit Bullpen is awful. Da- da- Davinsky, Can we play the what's da- oh, Davinsky's no. price? Oh, it's Houston, it's not Detroit, duh. Oh, what's I got so price- excited there for a
2: second. What's Davinsky's price?
1: Oh, this is a hundred percent a bullpen game.
2: Yeah, but if if Chris Davinsky's rested, Chris. Ooh.
1: It goes three. Oh, I cannot find. It's driving me crazy now.
2: Don't do this. Don't – the listeners, don't do what I'm thinking about doing. It's absolutely insane.
1: Yeah, don't do that. I know what you're about to say. Don't do that. I'm not even going to say it, but
2: I don't think it's as crazy as you want it to be. All
1: right, Hoyt's a righty. I'm, I'm kind of trying to look to see what they have in the bullpen. Like, it's going
2: to be Peacock for three, Davinsky for three.
1: Then no, they'll. No. They have all righties in their bullpen outside of SIP. I think so. That's what it looks like. This is a terrible matchup for the Tigers.
2: Yeah, it really is. Which is why Brad Peacock's the favorite.
1: Yeah, this is a terrible matchup for the Because they had. All these righties and this Tigers a left-handed heavy team or a right-handed heavy team. Um, outside of, like, Alex Avelia, and he might not even get the start, right? Because isn't V-Mark back? He was just on paternity I, there's, there's no chance that is not starting. No chance. Where would he start? Zero
2: percent chance.
1: Did you see what he did this weekend? I don't care what he did. Where is he going to play? Catcher. not going to catch. He doesn't catch Catch. anymore. First base,
2: DH. I don't care. He's playing.
1: You're going to play him over Victor Martinez and Miguel Cabrera? Yes. Yes.
2: yes. You are playing him over Victor Martinez. Yes. answer that is yes.
1: Victor Martinez on a a I-just-had-a-kid game? No. no, Alex Avila is starting this game. He will bat second. And he will start. Listen, I hope you're right. I want to play him. He's 3,600. I hope you're right. He he will start
2: unless – Unless, I don't even know who the manager is there, but, like, unless he's off his rocker. Like,
1: <laughs> oh. three doubles
2: and a home run and three barrels in the game you went 0 for 4 on? Yeah, please, please bench him.
1: Yep. Another guy that's been on the Transparting article a lot in the premium. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I just, I you know, you're going to obviously have to see the lineup. We'll have to see if he cracks the lineup. Um, outside of him, though, like, Tyler Collins is the only other lefty. Like they're going to have so many righties in this bullpen come out and face. Like, and I don't know if I want to play Collins. He is cheap. That's about it. Yep. Um, Houston, I like the stack. I don't really like one offs here. If I was going to play a one off, it'd probably be Josh Reddick. But I do like the stack in the spot. Isn't Fulmer a reverse splits guy too? I don't remember. I think Fulmer's a reverse splits guy. That would be that would probably be another reason
2: why Houston's favorite if that's the case.
1: He is a reverse splits guy. Uh, Granted, we only oh we have over two hundred innings now. Like we have two hundred innings. Michael Former has a three hundred six WOBA against righties, twenty one percent strikeout rate against righties, two fifty six WOBA against lefties, twenty percent strikeout rate against lefties. Ground ball pitcher against lefties doesn't give up a bunch of home runs. Ground ball pitcher against righties but does give up home runs. So a little bit of reverse splits, not much.
2: This doesn't give up much. Yeah, the problem is,
1: I don't know if that's going to sustain because,
2: like, career, career-wise, career high, uh, higher soft contact varieties, lower hard contact, lower medium contact, might just be some noise.
1: Um, The only way I think you play Houston is a stack. That's I was, that's the point I was getting to. Yeah, agreed. Because I'm sure they're expensive. They're always expensive. They are. DK algorithm loves the Houston Astros. Josh Rags, okay. 36. Carlos Beltran's 32. There's actually some value here.
2: Yeah, you're still stacking. You're not playing Carlos Beltran as a one-off. You're, you're just stacking it up.
1: I love stacking against Detroit. Uh, I stack against Detroit all the time. I don't care who's pitching. Just because you get yeah, that to that bullpen, bullpen is, is just awful. It's awful. This
2: is a good Houston spot for a stack.
1: All right. Um, Moving on. Last game of the night, White Sox at Arizona. Miguel Gonzalez against Zach Granke. Any interest in Miguel Gonzalez? I don't know. How many
2: ran into the Diamondbacks going to foolishly throw out?
1: Yeah. <laughs> lineups.
2: You're, you're laughing.
1: I'm I, serious. I, I laugh because I know it's true. Like, I laugh because I hear you. Like, I laugh because I know days that Herman should catch, Mathis catches, and days that Mathis should catch, Herman catches, and it's so tilting.
2: Yeah. I mean, if the bottom of the lineup is Tomas, Jerry, Owings, Mathis, Grinke. I mean, I, I'm not playing him with the roof open, but if you did it and you won a tournament, it wouldn't be crazy.
1: The thing is, like, I don't think people realize how good Arizona hitters are this year. Like, Gulchman and Lamb, obviously, but Peralta, when he can stay healthy, so good. Tomas, hit or miss, really high ISO, hard contact rate is through the roof. He just strikes out a bunch, so it's like home run or bust. But Brandon Dury, you talk about this guy a lot. Like he has a 204 ISO. Chris Herman has a 292 ISO against right-handed pitching this season. Like, watch even them play. Daniel, they're gonna play Daniel
2: Descalso and freaking Mathis. I'm gonna die laughing.
1: I'll be pissed. Like that ruined my. Like the only spot that I really want to attack on the slate is Arizona, and like that would piss. I don't me really so want much. to
2: attack. Do you want to attack Arizona or do you want to attack David Peralta and Jake Lamb? Because I think those are two separate questions.
1: Yeah, but like I. I I hate playing Peralta and Lamb without Goldschmidt. I love that three-man I stack.
2: i three-man.
1: Yeah.
2: Are you really going to get burned by that bottom?
1: God, I love Brandon Dury. Ever since you pointed him out like a week ago, I've been like watching him. This and, is like, not looked... the
2: Brandon Dury spot. I'm just telling you now. Like this is this, this is not the Dury spot.
1: Oh, what's his price? Is he still like free? How expensive. He, yes, he's 4K. I don't have to play him. Yes. <laughs> There you go. I'm sure he's
2: free. I'm sure he's free on Fanduel.
1: oh then I'll play him over there. But on DraftKings at 4K, I can look elsewhere. I feel so much better. <laughs> yes. I think
2: this is like the first time Stevie smiled the entire podcast.
1: Oh well, I smiled because Jake Lamb is 5600. He's going to be five percent owned. What? Yes, he's going to be five percent owned, and he has no 20 fantasy he'll be points. Shocked at this. He's be shocked at 5600. He has to be. five six. I hope he's not. I'm paying the price. I'm paying the price. <laughs> no, DraftKings. Uh, I mean, Fifty six hundred. I'm not paying, I mean, paying the piper. Like I'm... I am too. It, 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 yeah. You want to fade Chris Prime and play Jake
2: Lamb? Oh my God, you're right. He is gonna be like five percent. There's no way he's
1: popular. Fifty six hundred.
2: Then why are you playing the stack? Just play the just play the two man.
1: I might just play the two man. I think you might have talked me into playing the two man.
2: Well, Jake Lamb at 56 and it's going to be low owned. Like, why are you going to take all those shitty righties that are just going to, like. Psh-
1: oh, David Peralta's priced up too. Like, DraftKings. Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
2: What's he priced at?
1: Like 4K? 4500 And nobody's <laughs> going to play those two guys. Oh, God. I love it.
2: I hate playing
1: two-mans, but
2: boy, is that two-man. I hate
1: two-man. playing two-mans
2: too, but you look at play the play, play, the play Play the lefty three-man. Play Blanco, Peralta, Lamb. You give you give yourself the savings with Blanco when he can run.
1: Goldschmidt He's is fifty five hundred. Like I, I was like, oh, I like the three man, and I like Goldschmidt's fifty five hundred. Oh, I like so play many of, more first basemen. I'm gonna write that down.
2: Blanco because like you there. get
1: an eight hundred discount from Paul Goldschmidt to Chris Davis. Now Goldschmidt's probably been one of the best hitting first basemen this season. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't don't want to bury the lead. Goldschmidt's been fantastic, but like. I love the spot for Chris Davis and getting a discount like that. I'll take it on this slate. God, Jake Lamb. I just get so excited about the slate, knowing that Jake Lamb. Jake Lamb is going to be a
2: super low odds. Yeah.
1: Great. I'm fading Chris. Let's Christina stop talking again. about what it. What could possibly go wrong? He hits one and Jake hits two.
2: <laughs> I tried this to st- I tried this. I tried this on Sunday. It didn't work. I had Longoria BVP and I had Arenado versus Bronson Arroyo. It didn't work. Oh, uh, Why? Well, Maybe we'll go back to the damn well. Why not?
1: Hey, if it makes you feel any better, for what it's worth, I would have um probably played Arenado over Bryant too against Arroyo, knowing that Bryant would be chalk. Yeah, whatever. I'm not. I'm not mad about the decision. I'm just mad I have to go right back to it.
2: Because like, on the list of guys you don't want to fade when they're hot, Chris Bryant is like right there on that list as well.
1: <laughs> Blanco's cheap too, by the way. Three uh, K, so. That's why I said play the three-man. Give yourself a All little right. bit of a break. All right, we got a play draft to do, and we got some home run derby to do. Um, I sent you in the but... invite. Right.
2: Strategy change for the it... Siege. By the way, the Siege has uh, gone back to the, the video room, and uh, we're going we're to have a change of strategy here. <laughs> what I did last yeah. week did not work or come close to working. It was kind of Celtics-Cavs game two type not working.
1: Um so, uh, here we go. If game one and two. I blew out both games last week. Oh, I get first yeah, pick was... again.
2: Shocking. Come on! You got the first pick every stamp slate for a month. Oh, God. Oh. God. I dare you to leave me, Jake Lamb. I dare you.
1: I'm going to leave you, Jake Lamb. All right, good. I'm sticking to my guns here. Zach Granky, number one. Lord help me with that second pick. The only reason I didn't take him number one is if that game doesn't get canceled before lock, you can't swap your pitcher because of rain delay. Yeah, I thought about that, but like,
2: might just get canceled before lock.
1: I left you. Um, I left you some other guys there too.
2: Yeah, you left. me um
1: so you went Granky i went or i went Granky you went pineda lamb and then i went blackman trout
2: yeah i took i cough here it's took seven and then boy um i guess i'll take chris bryant and i leave him and i will take chris status i won't
1: No, it's your pick. So you'll take Chris it. Davis. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> I was like, please take a picture and leave me Chris Davis or Chris Bryant, please.
2: <laughs> I had to take a picture there. Like the the drop off after that is just so dramatic, unless you're going to play a weather game somewhere.
1: Um, you can join me with playing this? a weather guy if you like. I got one. Hold on. Is JC Ramirez starting tomorrow? Why wouldn't he? He's then? not list- He's not listed as a probable starter on here. What are you talking about? On play draft, he's not the probable starter.
2: Well, uh, I think that's uh, they're, maybe they're still drinking the champagne from that that uh, that buyout.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's JC Ramirez. Yeah, it's JC Ramirez. There's on um, MLB at bat. There's not a probable starter yet, so I'm guessing that's why there's not. All right,
2: well, how about you're gonna take JC? Okay, That's
1: yeah. fine. I and just take two pitchers that don't have weather concerns. To be honest, like that wasn't that was I, probably I a smart strategy. I didn't think about
2: that. But I, like I have, have so stretch. much.
1: I have so much work to do as far as research on pitchers for the slate. Like, but I'm just gonna take two pitchers. I know are pitching. Yeah, weather is okay.
2: It's, it's not a bad strategy.
1: But I didn't really have a choice. Like, I couldn't leave you Grinky Pineda. No, because I definitely would have taken him with SP2 and just said whatever.
2: And then, then I'm, just in, I'm just in huge trouble. I tried that strategy last week. It didn't work. Um, God, there's so many options. Um, I could just take this guy.
1: Well, you can talk about it now because I'm out of picks
2: of Peralta's on the board. Give myself a late sweat. Yeah, you know what? Let's just do that. Let's give myself a late guy. I like your chances, Stevie. It says you're a substantial dog,
1: but I like your chances. All right, really quick. I'm going to send you a draft. Hold on. I had a you're feeling gonna do- we are going to run this back. No, no, no. I'm no, not going to run it back. I'm going to make it more interesting, though.
2: Oh, don't tell me you're going to do what I think you're going to do.
1: Don't you dare. Hold on. Oh, no, we're not do doing pitchers. pitchers. We're going to do I'm hitters only. Hitters only.
2: I have a bad feeling. Why, why, pitchers only would be fun if we just like got rid of the top two. Like, all right, have fun with the rest of these clowns.
1: All right. Uh, I just sent it to you. Let's do a hitters draft. All right. I did one of these with the listeners on Friday, and Dan Bach got into it. It was a I did a 10-man on a 14-game slate, and it was a lot of oh, fun to do. God, that was a lot of fun. fun. God, I can't wait till the play draft back in Missouri for money. Soon. Top overall hitter on the slate. I get first pick again.
2: Are you... F- Jeremy, change something with the damn, like, RNG here. I'm telling it's you, like... Five times in a row, I've gone second.
1: I don't know. I think I'd rather go second, to be honest. I guess
2: it's not all that bad.
1: Oh, God, I hate... Um, I have to take him first. Have to? Okay. How do you not take Chris Bryant first against the Lefty? It doesn't strike people out with the wind blowing out.
2: Well, you worry about that. I will just go ahead and take Chris Davis and Jake Lamb. Of course, Lamb was the guy I was debating. I think you. I think I would have taken Lamb, but that's just me. All
1: right, so yeah. I went Bryant. He went Davis. Lamb. I went Blackman Trout. My, my combo that I picked in our draft, too. Cargo. I like it.
2: Yeah, got to get some lefty exposure against Eikhoff there. This is where it gets a little interesting. This is where it gets a little interesting.
1: So what's your thoughts here on Miguel Cabrera being the highest projected player available? Uh,
2: I don't think it's uh, – I get why, just because, like, it's a bullpen game, but just – The thing is, like – Oh, they're... you know who we forgot – Oh, man, weather concern, though. Oh. God, the spot is so pure, though.
1: Machado got hurt. Oh,
2: man, shoot. I would say the name out loud. I'll say it at the end just in case it gets back to me. I might take him if he gets back to me. Weather risk and all. Let me take Peralta. Actually, you know what? No guts, no
1: glory. Oh, Manny Machado might miss that Baltimore game. The judge is in session against the lefty. Welp. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Yeah. How do we forget
2: him? That was the guy I was debating between. Would have you taken judge or would have he slipped back to me
1: at 10? I would have forgot about him, I'm sure.
2: Dang it. I almost took Peralta, but I was just like, if he takes judge and beats me with him, I'm just going to be so upset. Because I, I honestly just pulled up the DraftKings pricing and I started scrolling down and I was like, oh my God, how did we forget him?
1: Right. Well, now that you've brought Judge to my attention.
2: Yeah, you're going to take Matt
1: Holiday? No. Gary Sanders. The guy I want to take is not in the Yeah, but he's not in the player pool. What do you mean he's not in the player pool? You're talking about I don't about? see him. I'm, I'm searching for him right now. I don't see him. What? I'm gonna search. Oh, there! I search. It's because of that apostrophe, like a. That you know. Oh yeah. So you have to search those guys by their first name. Yeah, Gary Sanchez. Please. Uh let's see. Hmm.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Brantley's price is super heavy, heavy in salary cap, but this might be the spot to grab him for
1: some exposure. In a head-to-head format, yeah. The guy that's gonna put up points. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, let's take Brantley. All right, let's play some home run derby. Um, our drafts are in. Um all right, let's play some home run derby. I'll let you uh I'll let you bat lead off here. The
2: real question is, are you gonna give me Jake Lamb? Mm, uh, I guess maybe. I don't know. Is that your pick? I mean it's tough because you know where I'm going if you don't.
1: Yeah. You can take Lamb if you want. All
2: right. Lamb's on
1: the board. Right time. Trying to debating. Like, he's my favorite play for a home run by far on the slate. Like, favorite play by far. Um, I, I can't let you have him.
2: You just said you could have him.
1: No, that's my veto. Done. Veto. What
2: kind of that? What? Veto. Come on. The th- where's the 30-second clock like in MLB to challenge a play? Come on.
1: I still, it, I still got it in on 30 seconds. Don't worry.
2: What? Fine, Chris Bryant.
1: That's why I knew you were going to go with That's why I debated I, so I told
2: much. you I was going to.
1: All right, I'll go to David Peralta.
2: No. Hell no.
1: <laughs> where's yeah, your 20-second you clock? Get um, out of here. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go off the board here. I'm gonna go Brandon Crawford. Oh, I love that pick. It's a nice one. And I'll go Aaron Judge just because I know you have you God it makes me mad that you're gonna I guys. wasn't
2: gonna you take that. I'm, uh, I'm gonna take Freddie Gallus. I'll join you with low owned shortstop. Um and then this game won't play. Just I I just I'm not this is not a pick, but if for some reason the weather clicks, I would be taking Josh Bell here, but I can't. Um uh, Fair. Uh you can Chalky. I guess I can go chalky. Give me Chris Davis with a C.
1: All right. Just breaking down the slate. This spot's gonna be really low on this guy's gonna be less than five percent. Um, you know, as we got going here and all the good spots that we talked about. The pricing on this guy, I really like Max Kepler in the spot against the Baldo Jimenez. He's going to be really low owned. Um,
2: I'll blitter in the picture right here. Let me pull it up from the home run hunter from today because uh, Steve did some put some really good numbers together and we find it really quickly. By the way, I know you read that it went uh, he had five home runs for his three picks today. Nice, not bad. Uh, let's have the data here right in front of me, so I'll go read it. Uh, Max Kepler. Uh, last uh, last two weeks, uh, as average uh, distance uh, per fly ball two hundred fifty four feet, sixty percent fly ball rates, eighty percent air balls, engine velocity ninety four miles an hour, forty percent hard contact rate. You get the idea.
1: Yeah. God, I wanted to call a different home run. Oh well. All right, that's gonna do it here. Uh, any final thoughts? Who'd you want to pick? Uh, Jonathan Scope, but I'll, I'll take Kepler. I like Kepler. I wanted a scope instead of a judge, but it's fine. I will gladly let you make that swap if you'd like. No, we're good. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts before we get out of here?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. All
1: right, that's going to do it here for the Monday edition of the Morning Grind. We'll be back tomorrow. If you guys haven't checked out Play Draft, make sure you guys check them out. Playdraft.com backslash grinders for that deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Good luck in your contest tonight. Do your research and play responsibly. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Whether you're entering one or 100 lineups into a contest, you need to be using our Rotobrinders, Lineup Builder, and Optimizer. The Optimize setting creates the best possible lineup, given your projections
2: and player pool, both of which are customizable. The Build setting is intended for tournament players
0: who will create up to 150 lineups in seconds, all based on your filters and exposure settings, and then export them for use on FanDuel or DraftKings. Spend less time building lineups and more time enjoying the game. Use Lineup Builder today.